welcome back to the DBMK podcast. In this third episode, we talk about why your diet shouldn't have a name. I hope you enjoy. So what we were just talking about in the car actually was, do we think that cutting out certain food groups is a bad thing? And can you still be healthy if you restrict yourself from, say, like peanuts or grains Mm -hmm. and you prefer to eat a certain way because you know that if you do eat certain things in certain quantities that you want you go over on your calories basically Mm -hmm. well i think even taking a step back and worse than that is Mm -hmm. like vegan keto Mm -hmm. vegetarian you know like all these things and people labeling labeling it and they are like this um religious group it's like their religion mm-hmm. treating nutrition like yeah. oh i'm i'm a keto and like all the paleo dudes and stuff get along. Yeah. around them yeah and i think like the goal of any diet or um or anything should be to either maintain or get to a healthy body composition mm-hmm. and be able to maintain that yeah and also help helpfully in the mental aspect of it too Meaning like being able to stick to it or? Yeah, because I think people, by saying, oh, I'm vegan, oh, I'm keto, nothing's bad with the exact diet if that's what totally works for you and you love Mm -hmm. it and you can live your life, go out to eat and follow it. Mm -hmm. But I think by putting labels on our diet, it kind of makes us in this little, it puts us in a box basically Mm -hmm. and kind of with some personality types going outside of the box means if you're a very like this or that person or a perfectionist Mm -hmm. then like going outside of your diet or outside of that box leads to a binge or just not thinking healthy thoughts yeah and i think it's like if you have um if you're allergic to gluten Mm -hmm. you have celiac disease yeah then you should not eat gluten (laughs) you need to have some sort of restriction over just the calorie, ba- the energy balance equation. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah, you you uh, can't eat gluten. You have to eat, be gluten free because mm-hmm. you you have to, yeah. or you're gonna get sick. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. And I think sick. people who have allergies too, it's not even worth it. Even girls like that I know that have IBS, they're like, well, like have a little bit of cheese or something, but like if I have a lot of it, a thing of ice cream isn't even worth it to them because no. if they eat it, they feel like crap, and yeah. so it's like, am I gonna? enjoy this for 15 minutes or am I gonna just feel like crap like what's worth it you know yeah and so. especially if your diet is so bad where you need to eat foods yeah that you're allergic to yeah <laughs> that, or, or it's so not. restrictive that you're like craving something that bad that's the thing too like I think by saying okay I eat this stuff and not that then you kind of you're putting yourself in a position where it's human nature to want it if you don't have it like anything mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's a good idea to kind of box yourself in like that. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's important to have habits and things that you can stick to, but enjoy them mm-hmm. and like know the logical reason of why I'm having protein four or five times a day and not in one meal. Or you just know. because this one person does it and you yeah, know, the biggest guy in the gym does it. Yeah, so it doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for you too. Yeah, yeah. and I mean life is about restrictions like we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. It's like... You, you need like some form to know the opposite yeah exactly. and I think um, you know we talk about like p- 
people who are paleo, keto, vegan, but I think IFYMers have just become just mm-hmm. as bad and it's become just as yeah. um, uppity, uppity almost <laughs> in that like, oh, I'm a... The high horse of, oh, yeah. well, look at me, I can have everything. I can eat whatever I it's want. It's like, so can I mean, you really, if you're hitting your macros perfectly, like, are you okay with that, even if you're not prepping? Yeah. Like, like, is there really a benefit to being 10 grams within everything if there's no physique goal in mind or in the future? Like, and even in the like, near future, I mean, yeah. yeah, even in a competitor's off season, 10 grams on each macro, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's real, that's not flexible. No. Like, that's that's a funny thing. Like, if it, fit, if it fits your macro, people will say they're flexible dieters. That's not flexible hitting mm-hmm. exact numbers. Right. I think um, someone who is flexible diet, dieting, it probably, probably the way to be is a flexible dieter. Cause yeah. that way you're not like labeling foods, you're not like picking only certain things, you're not excluding things, mm-hmm. you're picking them. And if it is in your calorie range for the day, you know, you, you I don't can even, be mindful. Yeah, I think, I don't even think people need to have a certain amount of fats to hit Mm-hmm. carbs to hit. I think they should have a certain amount of protein per meal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully getting around yeah, cool. 2.2 to 3 grams per kg, but yep. other than that, I don't think the rest of the calories matter. Yeah. You know, like, you know, just because um, carbohydrates will fuel your workout doesn't mean you need That's 700 in a day yeah. and only 150 to 250 before your workout. Yeah. You know, you don't need to have a breakfast that's filled with carbs. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can kind of be flexible, like exactly what it says, and yep. Um, eat kind of what you want to do. I think macros work, especially when you're starting out because it teaches you. And I think the most important thing with your diet is being knowledgeable about nutrition and knowing what you need and when, especially as an athlete with regarding carbs and like maybe my pre-workout meal shouldn't be half my fat for the day. Or half your fiber for the day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but, um, I think that if you just know about nutrition, it will make it that much easier and less stressful with your diet and going out and things because like we can just be like, oh, I'll have butter on the side. Like people don't realize too, like when you go out to eat, it's not like, it, it, the point of it is for it to taste good. It's mm-hmm. not meant to be like, oh, I'm gonna fuel this athlete's workout. Like, yeah. So I think just being mindful, and I was also saying too that I don't, in regarding like not eating certain things or cutting things out just because you're log- logical about it. Like, say I'm, I know I'm going to get pizza with you with your family at dinner time. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll probably eat less fat earlier in the day and maybe not have peanut butter with a meal or something. And that's not unhealthy. That's me being mindful mm-hmm. that I'm going to eat my fat. <laughs> not the best kind, but, but the best mentally if I'm going to be able to eat with you and not bring my little Tupperware of perfectly like no oil anything, you know? And I think that's what's great about being flexible. So say you have an extra piece of pizza, you go over by 350 calories just yeah. on the day. Yeah. A flexible dieter will say, okay, <laughs> I'll just drop 350 or let's say it's 500. Yeah. You know, let's say you go over 500 calories. Yeah. Or, you know, you say, 
you know, like an IFYM or might be like, I'm going to binge and just eat whatever I want. Yeah. Or the box. Or they'll be like, okay, I'll, it's easy. I'll just eat 500 less calories tomorrow. Yeah. Or over the next five days, you could just drop 100 calories. Yeah. You know, it's the okay. energy balance equation over. Or you could all just get over it. <laughs> yeah. Like, or okay. you live your life. <laughs> yeah. Without, um, but Depending. You, you touched upon something earlier. Like you said, I think you need a certain amount of nutrition knowledge. Do you think you have to track macros to no. have nutrition knowledge? That's a good question. Um, or calories. Do you think you need to track? I think you need to track your macros. Specifically? Specifically. Yeah. Because I think if you're tracking your macros versus calories, say, okay, my maintenance is 1800 calories and I go throughout my day, this is me not knowing about macros and I'm mm -hmm. going throughout my day looking at my calories and I eat a meal that's higher in carbs and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Like say I have pretzels, two servings of pretzels as a snack, mm -hmm. an hour later I'm starving. Why is that? Probably yeah. because I didn't have protein, maybe I needed some fat in it and I think, yeah, and fiber. So I think um, kind of listening to your body in that sense, it will it would help you to know, okay, I need protein at this meal and mm. all meals. <laughs> yeah. And just stuff like that. You kind of have to learn from it and experience protein. Yeah, and experience it. And it's always funny to ask somebody who has never tracked macros before, but you know they have like a good a pretty good, good like they like, know okay, like, Greek yogurt's good for you, but why? And they know like sweet potato is not a protein source, yeah. it's a carb source. Yeah. But then it's like funny to be like, So how many <laughs> calories have you had today? Mm -hmm. And they're like, Oh, thirty five hundred. You know, it's like yeah. you just that came out of thin air, you know. Yeah. Like, okay, just because feeling, you feel like you ate mm -hmm. a and lot I, of. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and I think too, um, the, that's where I think the clean and dirty foods come from. It's okay, Greek yogurt's clean. Why is that? It's mm -hmm. not that it's the most amazing food ever, and you washed it thirty yeah. times. It's because it has protein. It's gonna keep you full, and so that will help you with your diet mm -hmm. or your deficit. Mm -hmm. You know. It's not, oh, well, if I have Greek yogurt with some sugar in it, it's, like, dirty now, yeah. you know? So I think just knowing, like, the reasoning why you're eating certain things and how that's going to affect you is more important than saying, oh, yeah, 1,800 calories, let me just have a bunch of pretzel. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, my God. So just yeah. teaching people about it. And we didn't even go over intermittent fasting. I forgot that. Nothing wrong. No, nothing. Nothing I want to say, like, wrong with it, but, like, you know, oh, I'm an IFM, right? Uh, or intermittent yeah. faster. I can't eat till 2 p.m. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, like <laughs> you don't understand there's nothing magical about fasting. It's mm -hmm. the deficit that it's able to create because you're only eating mm -hmm. maybe two meals stuffed all together. Yeah. Like, I think, too, a lot of people just don't have appetites in the morning, so it can work for them. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's totally cool. But are you, that's the thing. I think... If something like that works for you, then do it, but know that there's going to be a Christmas morning where you're going to want your mom's French toast mm -hmm. and that you're not going to be every single day. It's going to be perfect, mm -hmm. but I think having the basic like routines and habits is that that is what will help you progress and in I think, everything. I think throughout this whole conversation, like what we're trying to do is to get people off their high horse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
intermittent fasting is like they invented skipping breakfast. It's like, <laughs> I know. It's like some people aren't hungry. Wow. But, that, but what is good about it, there's because there's good things about every diet, I yeah. think, is that it goes to show like someone who's telling me they haven't lost weight because they forgot to eat breakfast. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, that. honey, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, do you want to talk about like bulletproof pop? <laughs> No. <laughs> no, not at all. Nope. Um, well, why would... No, keep going. Like, what people don't understand is the, uh, the word diet comes from the Greek word diet, dieta, which mm-hmm. means way of life. It's not like it's the diet that we see now, which are... Yep, you say diet, and it's a deficit now. Yeah, like, even me, I'm guilty of it. I say, oh, I'm dieting right now, mm-hmm. which means I'm probably trying to lose fat. You know, <laughs> yeah. like... But at the same time, it has that connotation to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you never say like you never hear someone say like like a Gen Pop person saying like, oh, you know, I'm trying to maintain my weight. I'm gonna go keto, <laughs> or like I'm gonna go paleo. Yeah, because it's it puts you in the box of yeah. not being able to, and especially if you're not prepping. It's like you just want to lose a few pounds. You're not. Yeah. There's no. It's not even smart to be so rigid with it because overall it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't. Yeah, but people don't understand that. And then the problem is, like, okay, once they decide they want to be a paleo intermittent faster. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, sorry. Um, You know, are they going to be a paleo intermittent faster, like, after they're like, oh, wow, I look pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah, do they continue that? That's the thing, too. That's why I always say you have to enjoy training. Uh, we were just saying, I told Dan at the gym today, I was like, you know, if I didn't love lifting, like, I'd go on the treadmill and walk and, like, do some things, but that would get boring. And what you go back to, diet and training-wise, is what you enjoy and what you can stick with. Are you going to wake up in the morning and be like, I can't wait to run in the freezing cold every day. Mm-hmm. No, like some people totally, that's their thing and like do it. But if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're not going to go back that's why and you're going to associate it with negative feelings. So it won't be productive. That's why you're lucky that you're a bodybuilder. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. I'm just thinking about this. You love training. Mm-hmm. You are very type A. You need your protein yeah. at this time, this time, this time. Yep. Um, I love cooking too, which helps. I'm very creative, so anything with recipes and making like macro friendly things, it's like what I was saying too. Like, Dan can eat way more carbs and calories than me, obviously, because he's a foot taller and like his knee is super high. Mine, not so much, and I'm also a small female, so but I think that I'm meant to be a small female because I know like how to make things better if they're less calories and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it kind of works that way. You have to be creative yeah. and you like to be on stage too, yeah. which helps. So yeah. I think, you know, when someone's determining like whether they should diet, which most people, you know, probably not a good idea to diet. You know, you're, you're probably lean enough and just, you're just going to screw things up mm. or like, hate your life which is not yeah worth it. and it's like it's not so what people need to do is kind of like if they actually need to lose weight yeah start losing totally. weight to become healthy yeah. um healthy body weight at least yep. but don't think just because you're lean that you're going to be happier when you're even lean mm-hmm. and then you need to just pick foods that you like you know like even if you're starting tracking macros or just calories in general yeah i tell people like pick like 15 to 20 foods that you like or yeah. eat the most 
put them in your app so you know you know you have them saved and then you just go down yep. you click it and be like okay yep. i ate four ounces of rice you know you don't need to yeah and it makes shopping easier too and saving sure. money yeah yeah so you know you have these foods that you eat probably mostly and you can kind of be like okay that's four ounces it's the size of, size of my uh, palm you yep. know i can eat that and you don't need to like weigh everything you know like and most people probably shouldn't no 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 i think it's one of those things that if you do it enough it's you're gonna benefit more than the person who is tracking every single gram of rice mm -hmm. and just there's a line I, that you cross and you're just gonna drive yourself insane and i honestly think you can be more accurate with being more flexible through yeah. over a period of month so say someone goes out to eat two to three times a week mm -hmm. a flexible dieter who will be like okay i had this 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 you know, and if they're not weighing everything, mm -hmm. they're just being like mindful of their calories. Yeah. They're gonna average out probably, probably, probably better than someone who weighs everything to the gram because they're gonna be like super OCD about it. Yeah. And then when they go out to eat, they're gonna like bring a scale or bring their food. Yeah, and they're they're probably, you know, it might not be, but like they're probably they might say fuck it. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they'll probably. Um, underestimate their calories because they're like, oh, I had this, I was so accurate throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And I was going to mention earlier, like, even registered dietitians, if they are to, um, you know, this is going back to do, do you need to track macros to know about nutrition or not know about nutrition, but like get a feel of how much calories you're eating. Yeah. Registered di dietitians are off by about 20% when they estimate how many calories are in a meal. Really? And imagine like your average person. Yeah. And I was gonna say too, like, I think the weighing things out to the gram and everything like that, the black and white, like if I, if it fits your macros, I think that attracts people who are very like obsessive compulsive. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of like, it gives them like an, like a reassurance like okay like that's 100 grams perfect and things and i think a lot of people who prep are like that too and it's almost like you argue arguably enough you kind of need it for a prep but so the sport attracts people like that but you have to think okay i kind of have to be like that in prep but after the show too you don't take into consideration that once your food's higher and you don't have your cardio and you can be less OCD, a lot of the people who are very like that, that's the people who end up binging and not going to the gym or not doing certain things because it's this or that. It, there's no middle ground. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. I think people who are very OCD attracted to the sport need to take into consideration post-show. Mm -hmm. Almost have, more so. And some people have fun with it. You know, I've never yeah. had like a feeling to compete but I remember when I first started tracking I would look like <laughs> I'm gonna have chicken breast you know I'd type it in my app and I'd be like yeah there's like so many different types of chicken breasts here like <laughs> which one am I eating like and I'd be like I'd be like okay I don't want to get it wrong so I'm like yeah. you know I'd, I'd literally be on the food database like yeah. <laughs> and I'd like look chicken breast and it's like yeah it yeah. was ridiculous like four ounce serving is like 37.8 grams I'd be putting in my app mm -hmm. like exact as if it yeah as if it mattered, mattered like, to the big picture yeah yeah but, it, it but does, I think there's a time where you kind of have to like you have to play around and 
you have to be interested enough to care. Yeah. Like starting out. Yeah. I think. And you know, and if you care too much, you become crazy. And sometimes you need to get a little crazy and realize, okay, I'm being crazy. We're done with that now. It's not. You're not going to be perfect. But that's the problem when people can. You know, they complain to me that oh. like it takes too long. It's like fifteen yeah. to twenty foods that you normally eat. You know, you know, it doesn't need to be perfect. Usually, just, it's not important to them, or just like yeah, exactly. When you're not a serious athlete, mm-hmm. it's not as yeah. And I mean, I genuinely don't think prioritized. You know, and it's funny. You know, people say I don't think that macro stuff works. It's like for it's like, like at this point. <laughs> Yeah, it's the energy balance equation. At this point, thermodynamics. At this point, I don't even argue. I'm just like, okay, if it doesn't work for you, don't do it. (laughs) You know, like, and that's where these diets come from, you know, like, because they're, they don't have no idea. They have such little knowledge of what's in food. Yeah. They think, it's like the bodybuilders of the 70s and 80s. Like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go from steak to tilapia because it thins the skin. (laughs) Oh, God. Have you heard that? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't thin thin the skin. one ounce of steak has like seven grams of fat, mm-hmm. tilapia has zero. Yeah, so it's yeah. like if you're eating, they it adds up if you have yeah. every meal. Is yeah. that your steak to yeah. tilapia, you're cutting like 50 grams of fat yeah. for every meal. Yeah. So it's like that's why some of these diets do work because it's you're it's putting you're yourself, yeah. Yes. And if you're just eating normal, you're the standard American diet. And then you go to paleo, and you're all of a sudden it's you're eating all these fruits and veggies. Cutting out an entire yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're eating micros and like whole protein sources, and then Fiber you're in a deficit. Yep. You're gonna lose weight. It's not the paleo diet that's the crazy. It's the fiber micros, all the good stuff that's keeping you full. It's crazy. It's, it's less calories. Yeah. It's like wow. Yeah. But, but that's the reason. It's not the paleo. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not the because title of it. you're eating like paleolithic man. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there there is a study that came out that showed that they did eat um, some like wheat and stuff, oh, too, yeah, which yeah. is fine. I'm but, sure, but, yeah. but I don't think people are on that anymore. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, it just goes to show like how people want like you know quick fixes and fads and mm-hmm. stuff like. You know, oh, if I'm in ketosis, I'm going to burn fat so much faster. It's like... <laughs> you kind of want to... Some people just want to be, like, that interesting and, like, oh... It is t- a talking point. It's a talking yeah, point. Yeah. Which goes back to, like, the re- religious aspect of uh, dieting. <laughs> you know, you, you put this diet on a pedestal and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of look down upon the people yeah. who are eating their rice and yeah. stuff, but... Yeah, I, I think, think we, that was really good. I think we yeah. pretty much covered everything. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> good. We can go on and on, but we'll cut it there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, question of the day is, do you think you need to track your macros in order to learn nutrition? Or, like, generally mindful of calories? Thanks, guys.